Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, usually, I mean, I can tell you what he'll say. He'll he'll, he'll say usually that he is as far beyond mutant as they are beyond you. He is apocalypse. I just want to let you know that Mulan, A Quiet Place 2, Fast and Furious number 9, The Batman, and loads of other movies, they've all been delayed. So, And by the, by the sort of midpoint in the film, I think I lost five minutes because I fell asleep. I'm pretty sure I lost five minutes. Okay, there are there were a few bits in there which I was like, okay, fine. yeah, this, this looks good. Okay, that's a good little bit. But on the whole, man, I was like... If I sit here any longer, coronavirus is going to get me. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Flicksters. The reason why it's so special is because I've washed my hands, oh. I've burned my nose, <laughs> I've that everything has been washed down, so everything is absolutely safe to touch. Uh, I don't know about you, but man, I've got my gloves on, my medical gloves on, I've got my face mask on, I've got, you know that, um, that thing that, you know, when you go to the hospital and they kind of like put you in those medical robes and your ass oh, is yeah. kind of like, you know, uncovered <laughs> and that. So that's me, Devaldo. What about you? How are you doing? <laughs> it's got a picture of your ass hanging out now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, shit, man. I'd rather have the corona than that. Then see your then see your ass hanging out. <laughs> oh shit. So folks, this is oh, a very God. special episode because listen, while this pandemic is taking over the world. Um, you, we've got Deval over in London. You've got me over here in Brisbane. We're bringing you episode number 85 and we love bringing you these shows because we love speaking about movies and we love speaking about film and TV and like, you know, all this stuff that's going on uh, on this big screen and the small screen. So whilst you're, you know, getting through the whole coronavirus stuff, um, yeah, um, like, subscribe, and follow us and you know get in touch with us let us know what you're thinking let us know what you're watching if you're indoors under the covers if you're all sanitized up get in touch with us um Devaldo, um who are we shouting yep. out this week this week we are doing a big shout out and you've watched you've actually already sort of started it but we are shouting out <laughs> covid19 <laughs> otherwise known as the coronavirus and i mean i think yeah you're right this is a it's, it's now being classed as a global pandemic and that is yeah. uh, according to the world health organization when a obviously like a viral infection is a you know a global threat it's not just isolated to one country or one region. It's a global threat. So then that's when obviously emergency services and all, and you know, governments have to, you know, roll out all the, the, uh, the protocols that they have in place to try and overcome this. So it is a major thing now and everyday life is being affected, traveling, work, social, all of that. So I think, uh, you know, I know we usually shout out people according to social media posts and thank you guys for the likes and so on during the week. But, it is serious now. We need to, as as teacher said, as Amar said, make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure <laughs> it's tricky. true. Covering your your mouth if you cough. Being really vigilant if you see someone that has any symptoms, and the symptoms are, you know, uh, you know, throat uh, like pain in the throat, sore throat, yeah. uh, cough, like a persistent cough. Uh, temperature is a is a common you know uh, symptom. 
uh, and those are usually linked with flu symptoms, but they, those two especially are the ones that really stand out. So you, you might have yeah. a cold, runny nose and sneezing. That by itself is fine. It's if you have the, the, the temperature and a sore throat consistently and trouble breathing as well, like respiratory kind of, because this virus does attack the respiratory system. Big time. And uh, so be really vigilant, really vigilant about that, please, guys. But yeah, uh, yeah that's the shout out for... Yeah. No one is kind of immune to this. It gets everyone. And mm-hmm. I want to start off our movie news yeah, with. It'll be all right. <laughs> oh, Wolverine oh. will be the only person that'll be all right. Exactly. And Wolverine will be like, Wolverine yeah, Bob. Bob, I got this. And <laughs> <You> um, <know. laughs> exactly. But like, um, like seriously, like this, there's, you know, coronavirus, it, it can get to anyone. No one is immune. And, and just so that you know, just, just to prove this, Mr. America himself, Mr. Uh, you know, I, I kind of consider him to be Mr. America, but Tom Hanks, who's like this mm. all American actor, he tests positive. <laughs> or he tests positive for the coronavirus what? down under. He's been in Australia. What? Yeah, he's been in Australia shooting for this new Elvis Presley biopic. And um, he's in the Gold Coast and the Gold Coast of Aldo is about 45 minutes away from here. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was just came up on the newsfeed and I was like, what? First of all, I didn't know that Tom Hanks was in Australia. And this guy, he's just posting yeah. on Instagram, he and his wife, they're like, hey, listen, look, we just want to let you guys know uh, we tested positive for the coronavirus. We're listening to what the doctors over here are saying and we are going to be isolated. And I was just like, shit, man, this is like when Tom Hanks gets it, this makes the news, right? So, mm. and I'm sure there's, I'm sure other, I mean, I haven't heard of other actors getting it, but I'm sure people, other actors in Hollywood must be thinking, shit, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, we've got to be careful. Anyone. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I said, Tom Hanks, the sports people are getting it. NBA players, uh, Premier League football or soccer players yeah. are getting it. Uh, from like weeks ago, the health minister of Iran got it. Uh, different, you know, government officials and and so on. I think uh, the Brazilian, I think either president or someone high up in the Brazilian ranks got it. Uh, Justin yeah. Trudeau, his wife uh, got it. That's the Canadian prime minister. Yes, his wife got it. I mean, it's it's getting crazy out there. So guys, literally, no one. And there has been a bit of a, a bit of speculation as to how it's being created. Do, do you do? You, me to break the news you know what i know it's not, on the, it's not on the program but there was some speculation as to how this was created the, you know what the there's, you know? there's a rumor going around that chinese think is the americans that did it oh no no it's not that no no Mm-mm. what what what, what? I, I know the person who created this Whoa, who? usually i mean i can tell you what he'll say he'll he'll, he'll say usually that he is as far beyond mutant <laughs> as they are beyond you. Apocalypse. He is apocalypse. Yes. Do you remember that episode in X-Men oh when he created gosh. the plague and the plague was supposed to wipe out, you know, half of humanity. This is it. And uh, Cable had to go back in the past and, and you know, fight against Bishop and the X-Men. Yeah to try and stop the plague and Wolverines, you know, he got the plague and his antibodies helped to create a virus. So people are saying that Apocalypse is the pl- the person that made COVID-19. He is. Because he is. backwards, uh, COVID-19 actually is an anagram and 
like for something in another language that actually means <laughs> the coming of apocalypse. What the coming of apocalypse? Oh my god! So, yeah. so this is listen. Look, you know what? Loads <laughs> of people are already saying this is the end of days. This is like some biblical shit that's going on, man. So um, it could be Thanos. Thanos, you know, he, he could be back trying to, you know, back. you know, trying to half the human population, as he said. You know, you know what? This so, is uh, this is yeah. that. Um, that um what, what is it called in the movies that avengers level threat no no is it avengers level yes. threat? this yeah. is it man this yeah, is the, it we're yeah, here man. you're so, there i'm here we're like you know we're talking about this and this could be like half the population listen this could drive up our um our number subscriber numbers big time if we just keep talking about the coronavirus. actually no we won't we won't so, what else, what else has this affected like in the Hollywood stage? Okay, let me tell you. Information about that, yeah, you? so listen, folks, if you didn't already know this, I just want to let you know that Mulan, A Quiet Place 2, Fast and Furious number nine, The Batman, and loads of other movies, they've all been delayed. So this is something really, really funny. I just had to mention this as well. Devaldo, New Mutants. <laughs> that that movie has seen delays <laughs> like like anything, right? But that's that's been delayed as well. <laughs> that's been delayed again no that's way been del- that has been delayed again so we were supposed to see it on the 3rd of april and which is like you know in a few weeks time basically and now um it's to be decided when that movie is going to be coming out uh we already know about no time to die that's i think that's been moved back till november uh, Pe- oh gosh. Peter oh, Rabbit. New mutants, new mutants comes out. It's going to be old mutants. They're going to be like pensioners. <laughs> I know. I know. <sighs> John Krasinski, he was, uh, he posted something on his social media and he said, listen, fans, look, I know you're really, really desperate to watch A Quiet Place and, you know, we want to show you A Quiet Place, but with all the shit that's going on, we just felt, oh, yeah, we just feel like as if it's necessary just to gosh. delay it. Uh, that one really got to me. I'm, I'm gutted about that one. I, know. I was looking forward to a quiet place too. And imagine all those Fast and Furious fans, man. This is like, this is back, like Vin Diesel and Co. They, you know, they've gone on record to say, look, we're not going to obviously uh, going to be showing the movie just yet because China is a huge market for Fast and Furious films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it. They love it. Um, so expect, so folks, expect more of your favourite movies to be delayed because, listen, look, you know what? People aren't going out as much and obviously um, governments are saying to people, listen, don't like, you mm. know, hang out in it, like kind of, you know, events and stuff in like groups. that. Uh, yeah. Also, no orgy, sorry. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, uh, just, yeah, no more orgy groups. <laughs> going to have to go... Uh, solo on this one. Old school. Yeah. Go solo, like hands. <laughs> Uh, and also, another, another, like, what else has been delayed? Well, like, what's going? Listen, oh. keeping it with Marvel. So Shang Chi. So oh. the director of Shang Chi, it was tested oh. for coronavirus. So that means now production's been kind of like put on put on hold. He obviously has got yeah. to get his shit sorted out, and um, yeah, so that's going to be another delay. So and they say uh, if you've been if you have it, it's a week that you got to isolate yourself because after a week you're you're no longer contagious so oh my gosh and, and batman as well and oh the batman is you, you mentioned yeah. that really didn't yeah. you the batman yeah so that's marvel and dc being affected and that's you know with marvel it's quite tricky because we know the marvel timeline one movie might influence another so if they decide i mean black widow is out in a couple of months yeah if they decide to delay that they're going to delay everything else because it's a, it's a knock-on effect because you know how Marvel likes to, yeah. you know, intertwine. Yeah. 
So this shit is serious, mate. Well, Black Widow's serious. Black Widow's on the twenty third of April, isn't it? Is it April? Oh yeah, you're right. Yes, because it's a week. Yes, you're right. So late April. So oh, they still they they, oh, they may pull the plug on that one. They may just think, you know what? No, we want because obviously the the reason why Marvel movies are successful in the box office is if people go to the box mm. office. If people aren't yeah. going to the box office, then yes. that's yes. it. Yes. No. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm, and I'm sure we'll be speaking about this uh, over the over the next few episodes, and I'm sure it'll probably pop up a few times. But let's move yeah. on slightly. Oh, so, Devado, um, sorry, go on. How can they might? Because uh, right now, companies like Netflix, Amazon, they must be oh, loving it because people are staying it. home. I wouldn't be surprised if obviously Black Widow comes out in the cinema, and maybe like after a week or so, they make it available on Disney Plus because Disney Plus has been released here in the UK only in, in like a week or so I know it's been released everywhere else but if a big movie like Black Widow was to be put on the Disney Plus network people would jump then that could boost up subscriptions you know that could be like a, a marketing you know ploy that they that they uh, you know yeah, go with who knows totally totally I'm sure I'm sure numbers of Netflix like people watching stuff on Netflix is going up because people are just staying in they're not bothering oh, to yeah. go out man yeah um Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So um, let's have a quick chat about this one. Now, as you know, Harvey Weinstein, he was put under trial. He was accused of rape. Uh, he was accused of kind of like, you know, sexual um, like har- harassment. And there was kind of like, you know, yep. uh, other little bits and pieces in there as well. But Harvey Weinstein, not too long ago, just like maybe three or four days ago, maybe even a week ago, he got 20, he got sentenced to 23 years in prison. And... This is like, it's crazy because um, this guy was this big time Hollywood producer. He wielded loads and loads of power, but it just goes to show, man, listen, you know what? It can get to you. It comes at night, basically, whatever, you know, if you're doing shit, you know, what goes around comes around and you're going to get your comeuppance and people don't like the shit that you do. You know what? This is the consequences. And now with that guy, frail, He's on clutches. He's on basically crutches. He's in a wheelchair. This guy is probably going to like die in prison. Oh yeah, if if he doesn't take his own life, I reckon he can't. <laughs> someone like him, he can't. He can't go the full the full twenty three <laughs> no years. Way, no man. way. No way. That's why it's just like you know what? It's just one of those things that a fall. Mm. The, one of the biggest falls from grace. And I'm pretty pretty sure there's other producers, there's other filmmakers out there who are probably thinking, shit, you know what? Yeah, you know that yeah. thing that I did 10 years ago? You know what? What yeah, if that comes yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. All right, okay, let, let's try and make this a bit more positive now. Listen, Mark Wahlberg, this guy, right, he is a, he's a consummate kind of like, uh, you know, f- he's always making work and he's he's yeah, got a new he's film producing, out. he's acting, he's yeah. quite big, isn't he, Mark yeah. Wahlberg? He's, he's quite got busy. A, he's got a movie out on a Netflix, it's called Spencer Confidential. I haven't had a chance to watch it. We've It's just literally been released. But check this out, HBO Max, which is going to be the, the HBO streaming service, they've given the green light to an eight-episode series called, check this out, it's called Wall Street and Wall is spelled W-A-H-L. So, which is kind of like the first part of his surname. And it takes a look at the, it's the inside look at the life of Mark Wahlberg and Mark Wahlberg is going to be producing it. So my question is, do we, 
it, do we want to see this? I, I know there's a lot of reality TV programs out there and they are super, super popular with people. Like, you know, one that comes to mind is something like the Kardashians. That's been going on for like 10, like 10 or 12 years or whatever it is. And sometimes the enigma behind actors is is what kind of gets people excited about them. Like they don't know too much about them. Then they go to the movies, they get to learn about them. You know, do you think people are going to love seeing behind the scenes of Mark Wahlberg? I think so. He's a likable character and he, he's been around for a long time. He has a lot of followers. He's very uh, sociable. Uh, he's not had any sort of major bad press, I would say. Uh, so this is like a, another diversion to, you know, continue his popularity and ensure that, you know, any further movies he makes or anything like that, he's got a bank of, you know, hopefully uh, an audience that will always, you know, come and see his films. I think this is, this is another way of ensuring your future, you know, uh, I guess, success within the uh, entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, man, he's got, he's got, you know, he's got a noggin, this guy, because this is, what oh, he had yeah. to, this is what he had to say. We're documenting the ups, the downs, the hits and the misses. It's all the real stuff that's happening while I'm growing my businesses. Businesses. We're pulling back the curtain. Hopefully it's an opportunity to inspire other entrepreneurs. So this guy's not just like, it's not just the film world that he's involved in. He's got like, I think, I think he's involved in property. He's got like restaurants and he's yeah. got like, yeah. he's this guy, man, he, he's got shit going on. So yeah, it is, like you said, it's going to be interesting. And um, hopefully we can kind of get to watch that. Uh, all right. Okay. Now let's move on to some Thor news. Now, as you know, Thor is being worked upon. We know that um, we've said this countless times on the show. We know that obviously Chris Hemsworth is going to be back, and we know that. Um, oh shit, man! I was I always get a name. What's her name again? Hey, uh, uh, Tessa Thompson. No. Oh, you know you mean uh, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Natalie effing Portman <laughs> is going to be back, and she's going to have a major role. And check this out. The reason why she came back for this. Is, is is obviously quite quite an important one because Taika Waititi was like, listen, Natalie, we want you back in the movie. And she's like, oh, well, why do I want to come back to the Thor franchise? Like I said no, no to Thor 3. But here's the but. It was the chance to obviously wield the hammer, to have that power mm. and to have like a really, really major role in the movie, which I think is what kind of brought her back on board. Um, so that's going to be something really, really good. But check this out. It's being confirmed or someone within the kind of uh, the cast have confirmed that the Guardians are all, Guardians of the Galaxy, that is, are also going to be in Thor 4. So yep. this sounds really, this sounds great because, I mean, we're not going to see Guardians of the Galaxy until when, Devado? The, 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 the film it's, of them. It's well, it 2021. And Thor. Oh, no, sorry, you mean uh, sorry, Guardians? No, Guardians is twenty twenty two. Sorry. Right. So okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy Part uh, Three is going to be Volume Three. Sorry, is going to be twenty twenty two. But we're going to see them actually before in this one, right? Because this yeah. is coming out before yeah. that. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that, and I think they're, they're quite a uh, a natural uh, sort of, I guess. Yeah, it's like a, nat a natural crossover, I would say, because those uh, characters quite they work quite quite well together. They're very yeah. galactic, very you know, uh, space based characters. No Earth in involved, and uh, yeah, I, th I think it will. I think it will work. I, I, I reckon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. 
that's going to be great. Now, here's a movie that some people aren't looking forward to, Devado. This just popped up on my radar. So we know that Marvel's The Eternals is going to be coming out in November this year. Well, we think it's coming out in November. We don't know if there's going to be other delays, but check this out. There are one million mums in the US who are going to be boycotting the Eternals. So this is weird. And the reason why they're going to be boycotting this movie is something about something about a same-sex kiss in the movie. And this has got up the knicker. Oh, yeah. yeah, this has got mums and their knickers in a twist. And this is what, what's been said. The group, that's, you know, they've and they've boycotted um, uh, movies before. They've said, Marvel has decided to politically correct instead of providing family-friendly programming. So the group has launched a petition uh, asking people to sign and partake in the boycott. And they've said, take action because this movie shouldn't be seen. One mm. million mums. Yeah. Devout, what do you make of that? And it's going to be more than just a kiss. There's going to be a, a same-sex uh, like relationship. Uh, two men. So it's going to be like part of the part of the film, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So yeah, I think I think a lot of mums are, and everyone's got their freedom. Everyone's got their freedom to either, you know, uh, want something or not want something. The same way people of different sexualities have their freedoms to express themselves. So it's a continuous cycle. So. I think, yeah, you know, people can say they don't want something, uh, whether they boycott it or not. The figures will speak for themselves. Sure. Uh, obviously, I still want to see the film because I'm, you know, I just love my comic books. Uh, so let's see if if this, uh, you know, this storyline outweighs the rest of the, the story or not. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully the, the whole film will just, you know, yeah. will do justice and we'll learn a lot more about the Eternals. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, you got like you got like obviously conservative people, but these these are hyper conservative and like. I mean, there's there's a lot more things to kind of you know um, complain about than than a Marvel movie, right, Devado? Oh yeah, COVID nineteen being one of them. <laughs> exactly. Imagine that. All right. Okay. Let's move on now. We know that Blumhouse have a knack for making, you know, great movies. They, they, you know, they, they, they're a horror house. They're a horror production house and they make some yeah. interesting movies. You know, most recently we watched uh, The Invisible Man and that's been a big hit for them. It's taken a lot of money in America on a small, small budget. We saw it. We liked it. We thought it was interesting. And, you know, they left that movie open. But now the news is what, Devaldo? What are they planning to work on? Yeah. So like you said, Invisible Man done really, really well. Uh, and a while ago, you know, Paramount were trying to launch this whole dark universe yep. that's going to, that was going to involve the mummy, wolf, uh, Invisible Man yep. and, you know, uh, Frankenstein, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. We saw Russell Crowe popped up in... Uh, Tom Cruise's uh, mummy film yeah. that didn't really work out so now Blumhouse on a smaller scale smaller budget but with just as much or if, if not more creativity are now looking to introduce Dracula mm. to the sort of world of the Blumhouse uh, monster dark world whatever you want to call it yeah. uh, the Blumhouse universe so yeah, so Dracula is uh, next on the list and I think it's going to do really really well uh, Invisible Man Budget seven million dollars. Whoa! So far in the box office worldwide, a hundred million dollars. <laughs> wow! I mean, 
You know what I mean? You just, imagine, it speaks for itself. Imagine how many $7 million that those guys could just make and they could just keep making them and, exactly. and they just get, exactly. say, like 100 mil. Exactly. Oh so, All right. yeah. yeah, so that's that's good news. It's really good news. All right. Now, Devout, here's a question. Are you looking forward to the new Saw movie starring Chris Rock? Yes and no. I'm looking forward uh, to seeing a Saw movie because I used to love those movies, especially yeah. Saw 1. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence about it yeah. because I... <laughs> I just don't, I just don't know, man. My expectations are low. So hopefully that would do a good job yeah. and I won't expect too much and it will be a great film. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that one folks is going to be coming out very soon. And that's called Spiral, uh, the book of Saw. Is it? Yeah. Sub Spiral, the book of Saw. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 So the Saw writers, Devaldo, um, they're looking to reboot another film franchise, which is, I really, you know what? I've got to say, I really do like this film franchise because I remember when it, when the first one, uh, first one in the franchise came out, I was like, shit, man, this is like a great kind of story. It's kind of edge of your yeah. seat kind of stuff. And yeah. it had, um, it had a candy man in it. In the, the candy man. Um, in Final Destination. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a yeah. bit in Final <laughs> Destination where they're like, um, like what the yeah. hell is going on? And he's like, he plays, he, he was in some like hospital room or something. And then he tells them yeah, yeah. about the yeah, whole thing yeah. about death and like it skips and stuff like that. So, um, so the Saw writers, they're getting involved in the Final Destination franchise divider. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. They're looking to sort of reboot that again. Yeah. So Final Destination done really, really well for a matter of you know, for a few years, actually. Five and films, uh, it was all about, you know, escaping death and, you know, death has a plan. If you were meant to die and you escape death, death will come looking for you. So it was a really, really hard thing to try and, you know, survive death is a constant you know that's one of the constants in life death tax and uh what's the other one <laughs> i don't know but yeah death and tax are the two constants exactly. you know so uh but yeah so yeah so the the, the writers of saw uh are going to reboot this uh franchise and hopefully do a good job about it uh from obviously they're good at franchise writing because saw was how many movies like eight yep. or nine yeah and uh, it looks like they've got, uh, you know, a good base to really jump off and uh, ensure that this franchise that everyone really loves, or most people do, yeah. or maybe some people do, maybe it's just me, <laughs> but uh, the Final Destination franchise does have a bit more for future. Sure. So there's been a bit of a gap now for a few years. So maybe people are ready to jump back in and, uh, you know, run away from death. Exactly. Okay, now... Let's speak about Scream. I love those movies, especially kind of like Scream 1 and uh, 1. Yeah, definitely. I liked Scream 2. I wasn't as keen on Scream 3, but it was still good. And I think there was a Scream 4 as well. So, you know, directed by Wes Craven, the first two, I think. And um, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of this you know, like it's a meta movie, like kind of like horror within horror type of a thing. And like, you know, playing, you know, making fun of the kind of the genre and, you know, there's kind of lots of film references in there, which I thought was really clever at the time. But it looks like as if there's going to be a reboot of that as well, Devaldo, is that right? Yeah, reboots galore. So yeah, so they're going to be uh, rebooting Scream. Uh, so they actually wrote uh, to Martin Bettinelli Olpin, Offpin, 
open, sorry, Martin Bettinelli op- open, and Tyler Gillette, or Gillette, uh, they wrote the Ready or Not, can get. which was... <laughs> the best the man, man can, can get. get. Uh, so, yeah, they wrote the, the good film. It's a good film, actually, Ready or Not. Did I ever watch it? I think I did watch it, Ready or Not. It's like a thriller type, like a house invasion okay. film, I believe. I think that was the one. But uh, yeah, they wrote that, done really, really well. Uh, so now they've been given the 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 reins to now go ahead and do uh, do Scream and reboot it. Uh, you know, Wes Craven, like, like you said, Wes Craven was the mastermind uh, behind that. He unfortunately has passed away. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking for someone else to, uh, you know, really take care of that film. So has there been enough time since the last Scream? Maybe so, but yeah. uh, people love those sorts of films and those franchises are guaranteed to get bums on seats. Yeah, man. So, yeah, so let's see. Maybe in a couple of years' time, it'll be ready and uh, we'll all be screaming again. Exacto. All right, okay. Now, Devado, tell us about this next movie because I do not know jack about it. What is this? <laughs> Velocity. Pastor. Velocipastor. What the hell is that? Velocipastor is what it's meant to say. But uh, <laughs> Velocipastor, I mean, you remember, uh, uh, what was the film? Uh, Sharknado. Uh, what's, what's a tornado? Sharknado, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so Sharknado, you already know, that's a shark and a tornado. <laughs> Velocipastor is a velociraptor mixed with a pasta, <laughs> a church oh, pasta. Oh, my God. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Velocipastor 1 came out a couple of years ago (laughs) and uh, literally the filmmakers it's such a crazy idea obviously studios didn't want to fund it they had to crowdfund it and so on and they finally found an investor that would invest in the film they they got the film it's crazy like it's just the premise is crazy it's about a pastor (laughs) who has like a uh, you know obviously like a he has a massive uh, sort of trauma in his life, yeah. loses his faith and all sorts and, you know, goes down shit alley yeah. and uh, something happens to him. I can't remember if he if he dies or something happens to him really bad anyway. And uh, he then uh, uh, develops, don't ask me how, he develops the ability <laughs> to morph into a velociraptor, into a dinosaur. So he becomes the velocipastor. <laughs> so, this I mean, crazy. who would think... I mean, how can these films get green lit? How, how can they, they get, get budgets? Seriously. And other films don't. Why can't Goatman get a budget? That's <laughs> exactly a much better premise, you know? But yeah, it's a green. So Velocipastor 2 is going to happen, guys, believe it or not. Go, go and, check that out. Yeah, yeah, this could be another Sharknado franchise waiting to happen. Clever girl. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> all right okay um uh, let's check out the box office because yeah there's some interesting ones in there um now we know that parasite is done really well it's it's in at number five and it still was you know yeah. what it's still sticking in there so that's great um as we know parasites these days do do quite well they do, so uh, they're sticking mm. around and so is this one yeah uh, it's at number five now number four another parasite sonic the hedgehog it's um mm-hmm. Yeah, 18 mil. And this did really well in America, didn't it, Deval? Yeah, it did really, really well. For a lot of kids that didn't even grow up playing Sonic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he done well. He done well. Uh, he done well. All right, okay, there's a new entry called Military Wives. I've seen this trailer, actually. And yep, look, you know what? It looks great. It looks interesting. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go out and watch it. And uh, it's about a 
the the wives of the military some some soldiers they they kind of start a uh, a choir group or a, like a like a singing group and everything yeah. and uh, you know what it's been released it's taken under a million so okay. um yeah. maybe you know what there is kind of like a um an audience for this type of a movie whether or not um the coronavirus messes up with the with the box office results i don't know yeah. we'll wait and see yeah in at number two devaldo we have the man in, in, <laughs> the invisible man yes yep number two doing uh what five million in the uk so far overall it's a good film i really like the film uh whether the film will do great in the box office right now who knows but yeah i think all the films that are out at the moment that's probably one of the best to watch in the cinema you know, right now and just on that five million in uh so five million pounds to us dollars what do you reckon that is that, that i'm sure that's about seven million right or six million or something yeah about, like that. That. Yeah, about six point eight seven million it's made its money back put it that way just in the uk yeah yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> that's true um, yeah all right and then and this number and the uk's number one movie devado so i've read about this i haven't seen this it hasn't it hasn't been released out here in australia yet but this is onward and this stars tom holland and chris pratt that's right yep and this is a pixar an disney animation. pixar yeah have you heard anything about this movie I've, 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 no, no. <laughs> I was going to bullshit this. <laughs> but no, I ain't got a clue. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, it's not really tickling my fancy, sure. so I just left it alone. Yeah. All right. know, it, it can go on without me. Exactly. And um, are there any school? Ho- yes. There's going to be Easter breaks coming out. Uh, Easter breaks well, going to be happening could soon. Be even earlier because kids might be getting sent home school uh, soon. Yes. So, so, you know, the, the Easter break could come way earlier. Who knows? All right. Okay. So now out this week on Blu-ray or on digital download or even good old DVD. Um, do you ever miss, uh, do you ever miss VHS, Deval? Uh No, I don't actually. I, I, I do have some, believe it or not, yeah. but I don't really miss it, I would why, say. Why, why, why do we still have VHS? I've got some VHS um, films. So why have you still got them? I got them under the bed because they're like old school, like, you know, tapes that I recorded. World Cup 2002, I recorded yeah. lots of the games. I've got some of my sort of old films from university that I made. Uh, just old school stuff, really. I've got you know? I've got a documentary on the 1986 World Cup. It's called Hero. Wow. And I've got that on VHS. And I'm like, yeah, man, seriously, this is crazy. It's like, why? Why do we still have them? Because you know what? Nostalgia, who knows? Sentiment. Yeah. Exactly. But Devaldo, let's speak about what's out on Blu-ray or on DVD. Uh, yep. Tell us about these two movies. A Good Liar uh, is out. <laughs> uh, we what's spoke this? about this briefly when it was in the cinema. It's got uh, Helen uh, Mirren and Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen is a good liar uh, and Helen Mirren's there to try and uncover his lies. Uh, Um, It's a lot more intricate than that. Uh, It's meant to be quite a good film. Uh, It's got like a 6.6 on IMDb. uh, And yeah, it's meant to be quite decent. I've not seen it yet, but uh, if I had, I could have been lying. So who knows? Uh, next up on the list, we have uh, Last Christmas, and that stars uh, Khaleesi right, and the okay. soon-to-be, hopefully, Neymar. Uh, uh, that's, uh, what's his name? Henry Wong? No, what's his name? Henry, uh, Henry, Henry Wong. Henry Wong, yeah. That He was in a simple pla- uh, Crazy Rich Asians and yeah, Simple Favour. Oh, did I get it right? Did James, I just get that James right? James Wong? No, it's Benedict. Oh, it? Benedict Wong. No, Benedict Wong is Marvel. 
Yeah. 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 We don't know. We don't, we don't know. It's <laughs> in a film. Henry Golding, that's it. Henry, Henry Golding. Golding. He's not Wong at all. That was just so stereotypical that's of me. That's really bad. Forgive He's us. He's not Wong at all. I was Wong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Henry, if Why you're listening, we're really, 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 really sorry. No one's laughing with us, you know. Exactly. Maybe just Emmanuel. But, <laughs> Hi, um, Emmanuel. But yeah, this film's just a lovey-dovey Paul Feig uh, sort of rom-com uh watch it if you're if you're in quarantine at home with your <laughs> other half uh it's meant to be quite good i've not seen it michelle yow's in it yeah, she's wicked she's crouching brilliant. tiger hidden oh, dragon yeah, kick ass uh, but yeah you can catch those on download digital blu-ray all of that yeah yep there you go there you go go check them out folks and let us know what you think of those now let's speak about some stuff that you can possibly catch on streaming and some trailers that you can just you know watch on uh, youtube now the first one is a trailer it's this is going to be a netflix exclusive and it's called the platform and this is a spanish film which is is garnering kind of like uh, a lot of kind of interest at the moment because the premise is uh, it's set in a prison so the movie is set in a prison and the prison has different layers okay and when it's time for the prisoners to eat, there is a platform that slowly comes down. And this platform is the leftovers of the people who are um, are above the prisoners. So every time, oh yeah, this, this is crazy. Seriously, this is crazy. So the so the platform comes down and you've got to just quickly grab your food. You got to, And the food is disgusting. It's rotten. It's days old it's just like whatever people going mad for it and this this person the trailer opens up with this person obviously he's in the prison and he's questioning everyone he's like what is this what's going on over here why are people eating this food and the other inmates are like don't worry you are going to succumb to whatever it is and you know what you're going to be eating and a devout it this film looks absolutely crazy people dying people falling off the platforms people killing each other people going crazy like you know it's gory it's you know it's basically your worst nightmare number one your worst nightmare is that you know you get sent confined to a place that's 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 pretty scary number two yeah you probably die of like you know not eating and number three the food that you are being given is like leftovers from god knows when and like rotten and then at the same time people are going mad so yeah this is called the platform go that check looks, it out that looks really interesting you know it looks really good actually yeah yeah the, i mean people are already talking about this movie saying look you know what this is some pretty heavy shit going on and um you know it's a survivalist movie it's a kind of you know obviously a horror movie and you know it's all these things kind of rolled into one so uh go check that one out that's called the platform on netflix the next movie, we already spoke about Tom Hanks. He's making the Elvis movie, but he's in this movie, which is going to be releasing, uh, I want to say in April. It's called Greyhound. And he actually co-wrote this. So it's actually co-written by Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's about, uh, it's a war movie. So Second World War movie. And he plays the commander of a ship who has to dodge... He has to basically get his submarine or get his ship across to kind of like another a, another part of the ocean or the another part of the sea, and he's got to maneuver around 
uh, enemy and the enemy are firing missiles they're firing bombs they, they're kind of attacking you know overhead it looks interesting it, you know it's and obviously anything with Tom Hanks in I, I don't think he makes bad movies right Devaldo he's he's kind of like one of those actors who who chooses his films carefully I think yeah you're right he hasn't done if you, if you look at all these movies actually yeah they're all like top top films all of them yeah, I think one of my favourite Tom uh, Hanks movies is uh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, wicked shout out. That is a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, good film. So yeah, so if you if you if you if you're into your kind of like World War movies and you like obviously Tom Hanks and obviously this guy's in a bed somewhere in in Gold Coast in Australia. He's chilling out. Go check out Greyhound. Uh, the next trailer is this one's a bit of a weird one. Uh, this is called Antebellum. Now remember we saw um we saw uh, John Wick Parabellum. Yes, 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 yes. This one is called Antibellum. So you're probably thinking, "Oh, is this going to be some martial arts flick? It's going to be, you know, some John Wick style?" No, it's not. This is a movie from the makers of Us and Get Out. And Oh my gosh. This has got some serious vibes going on to it. Um, I want to just, I want to, I want to give it justice. So uh, let me just kind of bring this up. Oh my gosh, it's got uh, Janae uh, Janelle Monae. She's in gorgeous. The film. She's man. like a singer. Yeah, yeah, she's hot, mad hot. I know. Uh, um, really good cast actually. This, this film, I think I saw the trailer a little while ago, and the trailer, this film looks a bit disturbing actually. I know. So and it looks a bit disturbing, like you're not sure what's going on, but right. So basically, yeah, this, this is going to be good. Yeah. So, um, so Janelle Monet, she plays a, an author, and she finds herself in some alternate reality, and she's got to figure oh, out. <laughs> she's got to figure out the mystery behind it before she basically dies, and the trailer is just takes you on this on this journey you're like thinking well hang on which year is it set is it modern day or is it set in the past is it set like you know like um like on, on one in one scene she's like on a plantation field and she's working and you're thinking hang on a second where is this set is this set like you know you know in the in the in the 19th century and you know she's supposed to be kind of like a modern day kind of like writer and stuff it looks amazing and the reason why i just want to watch this is because the makers of this is kind of like jordan peele territory so the makers of like us and and get out so it's going to have some heft to it if you know what i mean oh yeah can't wait all right okay the next one this one looks creepy as hell it's called run and it stars Oh, what's her name in there? Uh, oh, that's it, Sarah Paulson. Now, where did Deval, Where did we see Sarah Paulson Ooh. before? We saw her in da, 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 in the oh, what's it called again? The uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, Glass. She was in Glass, and she she was also briefly in Bird Box. Uh, American, it. I think American Horror Story. Is she in that one as well? Quite a lot. She is. She is. This movie is directed by the guy who directed Searching. Do you remember that? Um, oh, yeah. 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 It's kind of like this low budget uh, movie about a father who's trying to find his daughter. And the only w the, the way he's doing all this is through that like, kind of like social media. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's so John, John Cho's in that, isn't he? That's it, John Cho. And I like that movie. That was actually really, that was actually quite a decent movie. So this is directed, so this next movie called Run is directed by that guy and it's weird. So Sarah Paulson, she plays a mother. She's really caring.
caring. She She's looking after her daughter, whose daughter's in a wheelchair. So we don't know exactly what's happened to her daughter. And Sarah Paulson, she's fragile. She kind of like, you know, she's, she's really caring. And she's, you see scenes of her, you know, saying to her daughter, look, everything's going to be okay. Like, you know, you don't need to worry about this. And I'm here for you. I'm always here for you. But then you cut to scenes of the mum looking a bit distraught. She looks strange. She's looking at the daughter in a strange way. And then, lo and behold, the daughter finds out that her so-called mum is someone completely different. So her mum isn't really her mum. And she's been looking after this girl ever since she was a kid. Oh my gosh. Imagine that, Devaldo. And then it's this cat and mouse game between Sarah Paulson. Like, we need to find out who the hell is Sarah Paulson and why has she been looking after this girl and what's wrong with her? And yeah, the movie looks interesting, man. Scary as hell. Imagine you're being looked after by someone and then you find out that the person who's supposed to be a mum is not really a mum and some crazy psycho who's done God knows what. That's great. Well, some people that might be a uh, a refreshing change, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's you're true. right. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, you're not my mom. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. Oh so um, so go go check this trailer oh, out and man. get freaked out, man. If you've got serious like parent issues. Uh, all right, Devaldo. Yeah. So tell us about this next one. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. It's uh, The Rock and. Uh, <laughs> the Rock, the Rock, and uh, John Krasinski's uh, wife. What's her name again? I was, I always forget her name. Emily. Oh, Emily Blunt. Sorry, That's yeah. It. Sorry, Emily. Sorry. But yeah, them two. Uh, they've got a movie, uh, and it's based on like Disney's theme park ride. Actually. Oh right. This okay. is a Disney film. And uh, it's about a river, a river boat that you know basically has an adventure, <laughs> a jungle cruise. Wow! Uh, so you got The Rock, you got uh, Emily Blunt, you got Jesse Plemons, he's in it as well. Right. Okay. Uh, you got Paul uh, Giamatti, Edgar Mar- Edgar Ramirez. Uh, go and start laughing now. You got Jack Whitehall. <laughs> I love it. Jack Whitehall's in this. Uh, so- okay. Yeah, yeah Jack like, Wiles is a British I actor. Like yeah, face. I know he's about him. Just a bit strange. Something yeah. <laughs> smug. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this this trailer is out now. A second trailer, I think that that's been released, and this is due to be released in uh, July. Uh, yeah, July this year, which may turn up be in July next year. Who knows? Pending coronavirus but, like, uh, outcome. It's looking like an action-packed sort of you know Disney-friendly family fun film, a bit sure. like how we saw with. Uh, with Jumanji, but on a, on a ship, basically. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, but yeah, right at the moment, now's not a good time to take a cruise, uh, as you've, as you've heard. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Uh, so maybe, and maybe that's why they won't <laughs> release the movie. Cruises. Exactly. Pardon? Uh, I said, that's the, re- and, and that's the reason why they probably might not release the movie cruise. Yeah, exactly. Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. That cruise control. Yeah. Okay. Next one is Greenland. Greenland is a, is a like a do you remember a, a deep impact yes and armageddon all those kind yeah. of films yeah, yeah. The, uh greenland is a bit more like a mixture between armageddon and deep impact deep impact right. was the emotional yeah. sort of like you know the relationships and uh, you know a meteor was coming to hit earth yeah. yeah it was the deep conversations you know morgan freeman was a president or something like that yep. and 
Armageddon was all action. Let's yeah. get out of there, guys. Let's go out there and stop this thing. Yeah, come on. Let's blow this thing up. Blow yeah. it. Blow it out of the sky. So Light true. it up. Light it up. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, this is somewhere in between. So it's got Gerard Butler and it's got uh, Vanessa from Deadpool. Oh. Uh, something. She's got like an Italian name. I can't remember her name, but she's got like an Italian name. Uh, and yeah, this is like about, this is about an, a, a meteor or a comet. Uh that's gonna hit earth and fuck shit up basically <laughs> so uh that's about it yeah, yeah so gerard butler is putting on his again his best american scottish accent yep and going out there to try and stop this uh well i, I don't think he's actually in a position to try and stop it i think he's just no. there for the aftermath you know do you but, reckon uh, this looks a... a lot like yeah go on it looks a lot like yeah, it looks a lot like, uh, I think The Rock had a similar kind of, uh, what was that film that he had where the earth was all going, the earth was all mashing up and uh, San Andreas. No. It's kind of San Andreas. Like San Andreas, okay, but I think yeah. less of a, less, you know, more of a, less CGI than San Andreas, but it looks a bit like that. But yeah, Marina Bacardin is the, okay. the one that was in Deadpool. She did right, it. Right, okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, looks, it looks like fun. It looks it looks okay. It looks decent, but uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see uh, when it comes out do in, you uh, in August. They'll ever, do you reckon there'll ever be a bit in the movie where he says, this is Greenland? <laughs> That's I hope not. I really Imagine hope that. not. But you never know. You, you never, never know. know. All right, folks, um, you heard it. Go check out those traders. And if you like what you see, let us know because we told you about them. All right, okay. Now let's move on to Anniversary Corner. So 10 years ago, there's... Now, is this based on a comic book divider? I, I'm getting serious comic book book vibes yeah, on, yeah, yeah. about this next one. Yeah, this is... You on know what? I haven't seen corner, this. Yes, yes, anniversary yes, Corner, yes. Anniversary Corner, yeah. The comic book vibes you're getting are correct. Okay, so the first one is a movie called Jonah Hex. And this one, who does it star again? This this stars Thanos, doesn't it? Yeah, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jonah Hex, he's, uh, he's, I think he's, yeah, he's DC, Jonah Hex. And what happened? Because did this did this one bomb at the box office? This one bombed majorly. So it starred uh, uh, Josh Brolin, Megan Fox, John Malkovich, uh, actually starred uh, Michael Fassbender oh, as well. right, okay. But uh, this one bombed massively at the box office, uh, like really, really bad. That's why you, you just don't really hear about it again. And it's about, uh, yeah, like a bounty hunter uh, with warrants uh, on his own head. Oh. <laughs> uh, gets an offer that he can't refuse in exchange for his freedom. So Jonah, Jonah Hex, yeah, it's like he's... Yeah, he's just a badass, like like anti-villain type person. Right. He's uh, in the comics. He's got a scar on his face. I'm not sure if he had a scar in. Yeah, yeah, he had a scar in the movie as well. But uh, he's just like a gunslinging, gun-toting badass that you know he shoots first, asks questions later. So a bit in between uh, Han Solo and Wolverine and the Punisher. Okay. You know, so he just yeah, he's just one of those, and he wears like a he looks like a cowboy, but like a a cowboy that's been out in the wilderness for way too long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh yeah, but yeah, he's done really, really shit. Uh Jonah Hex, he's got quite a long history in, in comics, but he's not really one of the biggest characters. A bit obscure. So I think they they took a chance on, you know, having a character that wasn't really really as well known that they could really, I guess, have more influence with. Yeah. 
but it didn't really pay off. Oh, uh, I was just looking yeah. into this, and it had a budget of uh, four, nearly fifty million, right? And it made only ten. Yeah. Ten million. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's mad. It's madness. Mm, crazy. Right. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. The film was Hex from the start. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um, I put a Hex on. I put a he- remember that episode of uh, Fresh Prince? Fresh I put Hex, a Hex on, on you. you. <laughs> man, when is it, when is Fresh Prince getting a film? Oh man, it's, I, I don't think they're going to get a film or some sort of reboot. Like I mean, Netflix. I know, could... uh, uh, Uncle Phil, he's need, he's dead, isn't he? Oh damn! Is he still alive? Is he dead? What about? I Je- know, actually, did shit. I tell you the time I saw Jeffrey in Tesco in Osterley Park? <laughs> I, yeah, did I tell you? I think you did, and I think I think uh, Marcel, uh, one of our friends, uh, guys, he also saw Jeffrey in a gym in West London. I saw him, right? So I saw yeah. him. I saw him, and I was just like, I, I, I was saying to Steph, I was like, Steph, like that's Jeffrey, and she's like, who? What? And I was like, there's Jeffrey from Fresh Prince, and she's like, oh my god, let's go over to him. I was like, no, let's not, let's not do that. And he was just doing a shopping. Mm. He's just like, da da da, like you know, it's so it was funny. So. Uh, um, yeah, sorry. Okay, we digress. All right, now let's speak about this next movie from 15 years ago. This movie was um, it was it was controversial because the author of the comic book that is based upon he basically disowned it. He said he hated it. He didn't want anything to do with this. This is called V for Vendetta, Ooh. and it stars that Frank Miller. Or- it was uh, no more. I think it was more. Michael, no, uh, okay, okay, something okay. more, and uh, stars yeah. Natalie Portman. It stars uh, Hugo Weaving from um, yep. The Matrix. The Matrix. Yep. You never get to see his face, or I can't remember if you do get to see his face at the end, but I'm not sure. But basically, he, um, yeah, he's got the you know you you know this folks you know the story V for Vendetta. You know he's got this face uh, mask like uh, Guy Fawkes, and um, he is he he stands up for kind of like you know the the truth the, the what's right in the world and you know and yeah. he combats what's wrong in the world and he wants people to kind of rise fight up and the comic book has got this deep rich history and it's got some massive major themes that you got to go into and the movie should I tell you something i don't actually have a problem with the movie i think it's actually all right so i don't know what the hell is wrong wrong with more um you know why he didn't like it i thought it was i thought it was decent i watched it in cinema and you know what i thought natalie portman was great you know it's just kind of this character this transformation of this character she becomes v in the end and um you know, it's one of those movies which is like screw you to the system, basically, right? Yeah, the whole patriarchy, the 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 fascist government, yeah. all those. Uh, like, I mean, I can I can imagine like uh, Greta Thunberg. With, you know, this is probably the film that she watches like and repeat. You know, and uh, a lot of people today, uh, whenever they're protesting about things, sometimes they put on this. V for Vendetta mask, which yeah. actually goes back to I think Guy Fawkes, doesn't it? I think yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's about that. It's about standing up for the you know standing up against the government and the the sort of control mechanisms of uh, of life that people you know don't agree with and you know that just don't want to follow, but want to have their voices heard and are willing to go at great lengths to 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 achieve that so yeah this is a this film is it's quite a deep film if you really really try and analyze it 
so yeah, good good job. Oh, yeah, directed by Lana and uh, by Lana and Lily Wachowski, yeah, otherwise known as the the Wachowskis. Matrix, yeah. Matrix, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, go check it out. It's set in, it's, 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 it's kind of set in a future version or future, I'm not, I'm not sure about future, but it's set in a version of the UK where, you yes. know, um, like Big Brother's watching you, you know, like everything that you yeah, do. Exactly. You, you yeah, can't basically yeah, have yeah. fun, you know? Nah. All right. Okay. So that's V for Vendetta. Go check it out. Okay. So this next one. This is from 20 years ago. Wow, 20 years. This is pitch black. And this is a deep film, man. This is brilliant. Um, what does he play again? The Furian. No, what, is it a Fury? A Furian? Yeah, yeah, the Furian. And, and actually, there's actually going to be a Furian coming out. That's in oh, development. Oh, man, is it? So that what, I we get to know about the origin. We go to his plan. Oh, my gosh. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be a good film. That's going to be a good film. So Pitch Black, yeah. So let me just see. So David Toohey, obviously, you know, it stars Vin Diesel, a lady called Rada Mitchell, Cole Hauser. I can't remember seeing him in anything else. Uh, Keith David, guys, you know Keith David, you know, from The Thing. There's something about Mary. Yep. This guy's like, you know, he's been in loads of good movies. Um, and, and, and they, and they, what's it called again? They, they live. They live, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like a movie. Yeah. So, so Vin Diesel, obviously he's known for the Fast and Furious, but Pitch Black is also one of his, you know, big franchise movies, right, Deval? I think it was one of the first. Oh, well, no, no. He was in uh, Saving Private Ryan uh, two years earlier. Oh, right. But this was one of the sort of big sort of, like he led it almost, you know, he was the main star kind of thing. So, so in the series, we've got, yeah. we obviously got Pitch Black. We've then got the Chronicles of Riddick and then we've got 2013's Riddick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and my favorite is the Chronicles, actually. Yeah, Chronicles is good. Chronicles has got uh, what's it? What's an? Uh, it's got Carl Urban in it. Carl Urban, uh, Sandy Newton. Yeah, uh, I actually really like that one. That one's underrated, but I like it a lot. Yeah, and not a lot of people. Um, you're right about being underrated because it didn't score too highly with the critics and on Rotten Tomatoes as and kind of like got a decent score. Yeah. But you got to watch them, man. They're good, they're good movies. Like yeah. Yeah, Pitch Black was good. Twenty years, man. Twenty years ago, and it still holds up today. It it came on TV uh, a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Oh, this actually still looks decent," you know. What was I going to say? Uh, t- um, <laughs> shit, I just to- totally lost my train. Just lost. I just totally lost my train of thought there. Uh, Pitch Black uh, was it a? Um, it's set. Is it? It's set in the future, isn't it? Well, it's set. I don't know about if it's the future, but it's set. It's not, and it's not on Earth. It's set like some other place, and they're transporting a car, like cargo and stuff like that. On the cargo, they've got Vin Diesel, who is a is a Furian, and he's he's like a high priced uh, like prisoner. He's uh, there's bounties on his head, and they they think they can just transport him, and it's going to be all fine. But they end up crashing on this planet. That's uh, it's I think it's one of those planets that uh, the the uh, what do you call it? You know, when it rotates, it, it, it rotates at a sort of, not like Earth, like quite equally. Right. This planet has a funny sort of transition where the night becomes quite long and the days are quite short or, you know, it's just not equal. So at night, these creatures come out and they take over the planet uh, because they can't really do well in the light. So when it's dark, they really thrive. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Vin Diesel, his eyes are adjusted to such a, uh, conditions because in Furia, 
I think he went to some sort of prison or somewhere he went to some sort of prison where it was really dark for long periods of time. So his eyes adapted to that. Sure. So he wears his funny goggles, but he can thrive in the darkness. And he's a, he's badass. He's like Wolverine, uh, the Punisher. He's like, uh, uh, what's his name? He's like uh, Craven the Hunter. He right. is just like a next level of person. So he's he's willing, he's able to, to you know fight these creatures head on and he's always one step ahead and he seems to know how to hide and how to hunt so this this environment for him he can he, he can he can survive yeah, you know man. so but it's the other people that are on the ship they're the ones that are you know really in trouble yeah. but they, they they have to now work together because he's a prisoner but now because they're all trying to survive they've got to try and work together he's the best person uh he's, yeah, he's got the best skill set to try to you know to really help them survive but yeah it's not as easy as it sounds. Exactly. The uh, the tagline on the poster was fight evil with evil. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> Pitch Black from 20 yep. years ago. All right. This next move from 25 years ago, 1995. It's called Tank Girl. Uh, Deval, tell me about this one, Tank Girl. Yeah, Tank Girl, actually, uh, this is a comic. Uh, Tank Girl is from a comic and... Uh, it literally is what it says on the tin. It's uh, <laughs> it's not a girl who's like, it's not like Velocipasta. <laughs> it's not a girl. <laughs> She's got a tank coming out of her. It's not, it's not, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how oh that would look? Gosh. The optics on I that. I know, man. No, it's basically... Uh, a girl it's, it's, it's like a, a dystopian earth again so like a bit like V for Vendetta a bit like how this earth is going to be in about a year's time <laughs> dystopian after coronavirus um, yeah. and they're about, exactly and they, so they, they survive uh, some sort of you know war that's happened and uh, basically it's about trying to survive in this sort of war-torn planet where mega corporations are trying to dominate and uh, the remaining people are trying to fight for like water and natural resources, wow. you know. So, Tank Girl is, you know, she's so it's, it kind of came about in that age of girl power, you know, and yeah. female uh, power and and uh, trying to you know come above oppression and show that you know women are just as strong. And uh, yeah, she's you know, she's she's she gets you know she's powerful in herself and gets uh you know companions to try and help fight against the i guess again the government right, yeah. <laughs> and make things equal for everyone uh this film stars ice t uh naomi watts who is a aussie as well as well i yeah. think uh reggie e kathy uh who was in the house of cards he was in fantastic four uh, he's unfortunately passed away. It's got Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop is in this oh, film. Right. Uh, so yeah, so got a bit of a cast list there. And Tank Girl is played by Laurie Petty. Is it? Uh, so so yeah. Check this out. I was just so yeah, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I was just quickly reading this. It's an American movie based on a British comic book series, mm. but it's set in Australia. Like you can't get more international than that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. I think the the, the landscape of Australia really lends well to that dystopian, you know, kind of image. Yeah, no, it w yeah, it does. And it will do after coronavirus gets its way, like uh, <laughs> after this place. But all right, so that's Tank Girl. And that's from 25 years ago. So let's check out from 30 years ago. This is Dark Man, again, based on the comic book. Uh, is it Vertigo? I want to say Vertigo. 
Uh, you can say whatever you like, actually. Freedom of speech. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want because I was <laughs> I, I was looking. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, Dark Man. Yeah, starring Liam Neeson. The, yeah Liam Neeson and you know what right oh there was gosh. Liam Neeson and let me tell you uh, what was her uh, god what was her, what was the lady's name in here his love interest she went on to become she she acted in Fargo oh Frances McDonald that's it Mc, Mc, McDormand that is it oh she's in Fargo yes yes you're she right and three billboards three billboards Epping outside yeah. yeah Epping Forest yeah is that her Oh my gosh, yeah. So oh, wow. Dark Man, 1990, it starred this guy, Larry Drake. I remember his face because, Deval, tell me you used to watch this program called LA Law. Oh my gosh, him. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, oh my gosh, the slow the one. Man. The, the slow oh my one. Oh gosh, the LA like, Law Man. <laughs> yeah, he's got like learning difficulties and he plays the villain in this. It's so funny, man. Oh my gosh. LA Law, it's that mouth. It's that mouth, man. It's that mouth. <laughs> LA Law, man. When I see his face, I just think of LA, LA Law. Law. I'm telling you, man. Oh, man. So he's this, the LA Law he is, man. He is. Oh my gosh. So this is directed by Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Check this out. And um, yeah. he got given this gig right after obviously the success of um from Evil Dead and like you yeah. know, obviously he got that kind of like you know name for um you know making these quirky movies. But uh, a budget of sixteen million made forty eight million at the box office. Um mm. the the CGI's is obviously at the time was you know, it's 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 not it's not great, put it this way. But it kind of has like a bit of a, from, from what I remember, I remember watching it and um, it's got this kind of feel to it, which is like, yeah, man, wouldn't you want to be dark, man? He gets kind of burnt in some sort yeah. of, some explosion or something. He gets like killed and then yeah. he, I don't know how he, can't remember how he gets back, how he comes back to life though. I don't know how he does it. I can't remember. <laughs> but it's mad. You know this film, you know Liam Neeson got the role, yeah? They uh, originally, Bill Paxton, what? Went for, uh, oh my gosh. he almost got the role, yeah, because he actually was going for auditions for it. But as you know, Bill Paxton's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a sharing guy. Yeah. He, he told Liam Neeson about it. He said, oh, Liam, I went for an audition uh, for this film, uh, Dark Man. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, go for it. So Liam Neeson went for it. <laughs> he got the role and uh, Bill Paxton reportedly was so angry. He didn't talk Is to it? Liam Neeson for months, <laughs> for months. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine he got the role that his friend told him about? And <laughs> <laughs> he must have been, he must have told him thinking, oh, there's no way he He's would get it. He's going to get it, yeah. He can't even speak American. And then he got it. <laughs> he got the movie. <laughs> now look here. Now look here. You know? Oh gosh. Um oh, man. they made they made sequels to this movie as well. I mean I never saw them. Dark yeah, Man 2, The Return. Die talk, check this out. Dark Man 3. Die, Dark Man, die. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so go check them out. Listen, so all those movies, you know, they've there's a there's obviously a theme running through those movies, and the theme is kind of connected to our film review, our main movie that we're going to speak about. So obviously you've noticed we've spoken about this, they're comic book movies, or they're based on comics. So the next movie that we're going to be speaking about is uh, Bloodshot, which is the new Vin Diesel movie. 
it's a an adaptation it's a film adaptation of a comic book i don't know how successful this comic book is devaldo but let me tell you this one thing it it wasn't it hasn't been on my radar put it this way like it's not a character that i like you know was like oh damn matt yeah bloodshot that's you know that's got to be like kind of like a, a movie that they have to make obviously a while ago when we spoke about this you know on the show we said that you know they're going to be making a film version of bloodshot and then i started doing a bit of reading into it that that's basically the amount of of research i did on that one but devaldo can you do you know a bit about this character like kind of like the comic book history of this guy yeah he's a little bit like uh i don't know how to describe him but yeah i mean the comic book uh history is literally quite similar to what it is in the film right okay. uh, ray garrison is his name and he's a soldier for the government a really good soldier top soldier and uh, obviously he dies and he, he gets brought back uh, to life through like some tech, some crazy sort of nano technology, which helps him to get increased abilities uh, and in, uh, helps him to have a healing factor that it's like, like Deadpool basically. Yeah. So these nano sort of nanites or whatever they're called, they technically heal him, heal him as, as much as, uh, as quickly as possible and that's what gives him the ability to go into you know these high risk areas and just go out go in there and just tear shit up yeah uh, so that's a bit about him uh, and they actually try and reflect that in the movie quite accurately actually but uh, yeah I mean that's a little bit yeah that's a little bit of a back a backstory and it's, it's from uh, Valiant Comics right okay uh, so yeah so Valiant Comics is a is, uh, a good contender for like DC and Marvel uh, like to they're independent and they tend to have really deep stories but not as popular because many people are more sort of DC or Marvel uh, orientated uh, but yeah really really good character and, and the fact there's a movie made out of him that goes to show that this character is really big within the Valiant world otherwise a movie would not have been made yeah. at all yeah. you know so yeah yeah. Well, think about it. Vin Diesel, he's obviously got a bit of clout in, in Hollywood because obviously he's behind yeah. these yeah. these massive uh, Fast and Furious movies. So when he obviously gets wind of this character called Bloodshot and he's probably thinking, you know what? Why don't I kind of, you know, get into the comic book kind of film, you know, game? And obviously he can't pick a Marvel character. I mean, he could have approached Marvel and said, hey, look, I want to do this. But he's probably thought, you know what? No, why do I need to go to Marvel? They're obviously the biggest players at the moment. Obviously, there's DC, probably a lot of, you know, shit going on over there. And why not pick out this character? And when you look at the actual character and what he can do, it's he's he's basically he's a, he's like a lot his his abilities are a lot like um comic book characters that we've already seen. Like for example, the regeneration stuff. When I was watching the movie, I was like, "Oh, this looks like um this could this could be like a, kind of like a Wolverine type of a thing." you know, where his, you know, his body gets regenerated. I was getting serious Terminator vibes. You know, when the, um, the Terminator two, uh, uh, the T-1000, you know, in, uh, oh, yeah. in yeah, yeah, Terminator yeah. 2, when he gets shot up yeah. and everything, and then you just see kind of like, you know, his skin, like just repairing itself again. And that's what kind of happens in the movie. So there are similarities in terms of his ability, what, you know, and, you know, you probably think, oh, I've seen that before. And, you know, I can understand where this guy's coming from. Um, now, I've got to say one thing. I knew nothing about this character. And I was like, I went into this movie blind. 
I was like, okay, you know what? I'm ready to be rocked off my seat. I want to, <laughs> I want to basically, I want to, you know, I've come into the cinema, you know, I'm defying what all the doctors are saying by staying at home. And I'm like, no, I want to go see Vin Diesel in Bloodshot. Yeah. I want to be entertained. And you know what, Devaldo, I just got to say one thing, man. I, wh- I, why was I bored? You now you you t- explain to me why was I bored when watching this movie? Yes, okay, there are there were a few bits in there which I was like, okay, fine, yeah, this this looks good. Okay, that's a good little bit. But on the whole, man, I was like, if I sit here any longer, coronavirus is gonna get me. <laughs> like what? Like why was I so bored? You tell no, you tell well, me. I'll Go have to on. join you with that one because I was. Uh, the, the film started off a bit okay, and you know the story <laughs> of of Ray Garrison, like we said, a military hot shot, bit hot headed, and all that kind of stuff, and it shows. Uh, well, they actually didn't, well, uh, I don't know, spoilers or whatever, but they kind of show how he becomes a uh, bloodshot in a roundabout way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's entertaining, I would say, and there are some good visuals uh, overall, but it, the film didn't give any sort of yeah. real deep layers. There wasn't anything that was different to what we've, we've seen before. Uh, there wasn't anything special about it. The characters, they weren't really that that, that you know, dynamic yeah uh, Vin Diesel wasn't he didn't play Ray Garrison Ray Garrison played Vin Diesel <laughs> you know yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh and about the, by the sort of midpoint in the film I think I lost five minutes because I fell asleep <laughs> I'm pretty sure I lost five minutes uh and then I woke up and then it got to like sort of the meaty part of the yeah. sort of action sort of set pieces and stuff yeah but uh, yeah, I was struggling to stay awake. Uh, my popcorn had finished and I was like, oh shit. Man. And I, I was beginning to get bloodshot eyes because my eyes were turning, <laughs> my eyes were getting red because I was getting tired and I was fidget, fidgeting in my chair. Uh, there was only four people or five people, I should say, in yeah. the screening that I was in. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to just say it. I walked into the screening, uh, because yeah, no, I didn't even pay for my ticket. So yeah. I, I was sitting there thinking shit, like sometimes the cinema staff, they come in there and they look around yeah. to see everything's okay. I thought, oh damn, there's five people here. He's got on his list that four people <laughs> four tickets, paid for this. Yeah. He's going to say, <laughs> so I sat as far away as possible so that he was probably hopefully be too lazy to come and tell me to to leave and i saw him yawn i thought oh yes i'm safe yeah man uh but yeah i'm glad we're gonna have to pay for that one i'm really glad because it wasn't it wasn't a great film it wasn't it wasn't bloodshot yeah it's got a good premise it's got good ability it's got good you know the, the the prospects were there but the execution i don't think you know i think they concentrated too much on the the fact that it's Vin Diesel, they concentrated too much on the special effects, which were really, really good actually. We you know he gets yeah. he gets injured and stuff like that, uh, and the, and the support staff were okay. <laughs> support uh, staff, <but laughs> just yeah. I mean, Guy Pearce wasn't it? He was this you know this scientist. Oh, oh man, uh, let me and, let me listen on Guy Pearce. Uh, like, listen, we've been spoiled, right? You know, with the Marvel movies and like you know with the DC movies and stuff like that, especially with Marvel. We've been spoilt for having great drawn out villains. And, uh, you know, Guy Pierce, as soon as he was in this, right, as soon as I saw Guy Pierce, I was like, okay, he's going to be the villain. And, you know what? It's just like so boring as well. And he wasn't even kind of like a great villain. 
And like you, man, I was I was bored. And like your cinema experience, there were there were only like we were like four people, I think, like two in front of me, me, oh, wow. and maybe one or two people at the back yeah. over there as well. So you know what? It's kind of like a shared experience. So people in the UK, people in Australia, not a lot of people are watching this. And you know another thing that annoyed me, man, the CG, the graphics in this movie. I was like, what? No way, man. You can't be doing this. But then I thought to myself, okay, again, we've been spoiled with obviously Marvel. They've got millions and millions and millions and millions of money to to throw into this kind of CGI and this probably movie that hasn't. But yeah. I still think, come on, man, like the, the CGI was too cartoony at some point. Like they're fighting in a lift. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a bit in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my idea. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, yeah. I can see... Uh, after I watched the movie, I went online. The director of the movie was like, we, and Vin Diesel as well, they wanted to try and create this franchise. And depending mm. on obviously how successful this movie is, if it makes money, maybe we might see a Bloodshot Part 2. But man, for me, it was lazy. Yeah. It was, it, it, you've seen this type of movie before. Vin Diesel was like playing a version at the beginning of the movie. Vin Diesel was playing Toretto with his T-shirt. He yeah. took his top off. He's in his bloody... <laughs> the same vest. I'm sure it was the same the vest same, from the same set. Oh, the same car. He just, he just walked over from Fast and Furious and walked over to this set and just said his lines and then went into his trailer. I know. I mean, it was the same thing. This guy's just shooting shit up in Afghanistan or somewhere. Oh no, where was it? In in Africa. I think there was somewhere in Africa. And he sees his missus. Yeah. She's on the on the airfield. I'm like, how does she get access to the airfield? This is supposed to be like military. Like, so she's there waiting for him. He takes his military uniform off. He's got his vest on. He's like, yeah, come on. And they're driving off into the sunset. And I'm like, this is fast and furious. Um. But yeah, man, it's just like they got to do some serious work if they want to make a Bloodshot 2. And yeah. they're, they're going to have to do some impressing, Deval. Yeah, I think this this film look at, this film has too many things against it. One, it's not all that good. And two, <laughs> Corona. Corona. So the, oh, the money's going to be low on this film. So oh, probably give it a five, yeah, man. five out of ten. Yeah, me too, me too. And also just on this, you know what? The dubbing, did you notice the dubbing? No. Okay. There's a bit where they're supposed to be in England and I'm not joking. The dubbing was so bad. It didn't even match. Oh. It didn't. If you listen, you're not, I know you're not going to watch this movie again, but listen, folks, if you do go back and watch this movie, they're supposed to be in England and the drivers, the, the, the henchmen that they've got, right. They kind of, Oh my God, the, the, the lips weren't even matching the dialogue. And I was just like, this is really bad. Oh and also I noticed the car reg, the number plates, there's, there's a chase scene that's supposed to be taking place in England. And you know what? Yeah. You know, it's not England. Cause look at the car plates, the number, the number plates. Oh. Yeah. Really bad. Re really, really bad. Come on. Um, there was one funny, there was, okay. There's a, let me just quickly tell you this and then we're going to move on. There was one funny bit. There's a character in there called Wiggins. And he's been kept underground mm. somewhere. And a henchman takes him from some underground place and, and you know, he, he kind of walks him up. So he's walking up the stairs and he's wearing like his uh, night suit or something. This is really weird, right? You've got to see the movie to kind of figure this out. And he stops and he turns around to the henchman. He goes, don't check my ass out. <laughs> this is the only bit that I laughed in the whole movie because the line is so <laughs> stupid. He turns around to the chair to the guy and he goes, don't check my ass out. 
What? What? <laughs> this guy, man, seriously. It's like, and he, you know, he's actually American. That, that English accent was just oh, you're kidding nonsense. Me. He's so bad. I could tell that he wasn't naturally like, yeah, he just, it was, it was over English. Your, you know, he sounded a bit like Austin Powers at times. It did. It did. Your British accent is better, man. Seriously. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Right. Okay. Uh, what we've got time. I'm going to speak just like five minutes. All right. I'm going to try and cram this next movie in for five minutes. Oh, yeah, okay. And then we're going to speak about, um, our our um hidden gem hidden right. gem okay so yeah. this movie girl on the third floor it's a netflix movie it's a it's a horror yeah it's right it's a horror movie and oh. people were talking about this movie and i thought okay let me give this go let me give this movie a go so a guy buys a house for his uh, pregnant wife and he's basically come to the house to fix it up before the baby's born and the wife and the husband they want the house ready so that they can move into it and you know they can obviously have this beautiful amazing family it stars i think he's an ex-wrestler or he is a wrestler and I've never seen this guy act. CM Punk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see him. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this guy before. And when you first watch him, you're thinking, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. He's a cross between Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead and John Hamm. You know, the, the, you know, the American, you know, John Hamm. Yeah. He's been in loads of movies because his face looks exactly like that. And the way that he's, talks and everything he kind of looks like bruce campbell and he looks like this guy so i was like oh shit this is a bit jarring his his acting comes across a bit wooden at first but then you kind of get used to it so he's fixing the house he's painting the walls and then he starts seeing like weird shit like goo black stuff coming out of out of the walls and he's like what the hell is this so he starts smashing in the walls and he starts kind of trying to fix this and every single time things start messing up and and throughout the movie we see these marbles keep coming out of nowhere marbles like marbles devalda marbles are, are falling oh, falling actual marbles actual marbles are falling out of the walls they're they're rolling on the floor and he's like what the hell is this shit and um weird stuff start to happen and you see kind of like things in the mirror you see people walking past he's taking a shower and you see feet at the bottom of the shower curtains but nothing's there so you know that obviously the house is kind of crazy uh, there's something untoward about this house and a woman comes to pay you know pay a visit and then it turns into this kind of moral story you're all alone your wife's somewhere else you got a sexy woman comes knocking onto your door and you're sing, you know you're alone in the house what you're going to do and you got a choice you know between doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing and this guy he does the wrong thing and he does what probably 95% of the male population would do he bangs this girl okay to put it in such a crude <laughs> terms and um and then stuff starts to go tits up so you know <laughs> we've probably kind of seen the story before it's a moral story like you know kind of like you know biblical story you know adam and eve you know the story about adam and eve you know they were told not to eat the forbidden fruit 
and you know the forbidden fruit gets eaten this guy's married you know one of the things that you do when you're married is to keep your dick in your pants but what this guy does is he he goes off and he kind of you know has you know has has sex with someone else who's not his wife and then there are consequences and that thing gets pointed out in the movie there are consequences and all the while the 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 house is getting even more weird you know you know people are going missing you know animals things start to happen to animals and you know what at, at first I was like this is boring but then it kind of picks up a bit and then it kind of takes a really twisty little turn and you know there's a bit of a gory but there's a bit of a kind of evil dead vibe to it as well um it's not bad actually if you've got an hour and a half to spend on a Friday night and you're stuck because of the coronavirus give it a go it's better than a lot of shit that's out there and yeah i, I think you might like it i'll probably give it like a good six you know good good, mm. good six I, I put it this way i enjoyed it more than i enjoyed bloodshot put it that way six out of ten mm, okay okay well, that's on netflix isn't it that is on netflix you can watch that right yeah. now okay. and yeah just to go out and enjoy it so yeah that's girl on the third floor uh okay so now let's speak about our hidden gem devaldo what do you want to say about contagion this is a movie from 2011 um directed by steven soderberg steven Spo soderberg he makes some great movies right deval yeah yeah it was soderberg uh oceans ocean that's 13 it. yeah and that's it 11 and stuff and uh, and social network as well? No. No, okay. <laughs> I was going to, I was on a roll there for a yeah. second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Soderbergh also uh, directed, I'm going to see what other, I know Soderbergh's been around for a long time and done some really, really good really good films. Traffic. Yes. Uh, yeah, Ocean, Ocean's films, as we mentioned. The Laundromat, as we mentioned. Unsane. Yes. Filmed that on an iPhone. Yes. Lucky Logan. Uh, Magic Mike, uh, the informant, but yeah, so this film is Contagion, came out in 2011. Uh, we put it on our social media tagline nothing spreads like fear. I think that's ever so relevant yeah. for today. Uh, this film uh, was about a virus actually, uh, and uh, a help like, yeah, so basically, someone goes to Hong Kong and again relevant today yep. someone goes to hong kong uh and well, obviously that's in china and uh on a business trip and they return and they they've got flu-like symptoms they become uh sick uh and they die a few days later they spread that disease or the virus sorry uh to another person some people are immune some people are not but this virus is very 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 uh well clever and it can it can you know it can mutate yeah uh, because it's got flu-like symptoms, most people that get it will think they've got the flu and they'll carry on with a normal life. Yeah. Uh, and rather than doing that, they're infecting people, infecting people, it becomes, you know, a worldwide pandemic. And that's very similar to what we're going through today. I know. Uh, with this one, uh, it yeah, the this film sort of shows how the sort of World Health Organization, governments, as with everything I'm going to say, I can just say, as what's going on yeah. today. So I'll just stop saying that and just say throughout the whole thing, this is as what's happening today. Governments and organizations try and contain the virus, how society will then, you know, be affected by the virus and how society then tries to protect themselves and their households and, you know, panic buy-in, stock markets and all these things 
that happen in the film. They happen in real you know, life. It's, exactly. It's crazy. And it just goes to show that, you know, that this, this was a movie, but, you know, health professionals have said for years that, you know, uh, a virus is one of the, you know, it's it's like world, it's not not a bomb. A bomb isn't going to, you know, end the world. It's mo- most likely going to be a virus, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's something that is happening today. There's a, there's a, I'll just say who stars in the film, sorry, real quickly. Yeah. So uh, many stars in this film, actually. We've got Matt Damon, we've got Kate Winslet, we've got Jude Law, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, we've got uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Uh, we have Morpheus. Marianne Cotillard, who was in... Uh, uh, Inception. Yes. She was a uh, Marley, the kind of annoying girlfriend of uh, yeah. <laughs> of uh, of what's his name, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, we also have uh, Heisenberg himself. Uh, Brian Cranston's in this film. Uh, so we've got a massive, massive star uh, list in this film. But it's worth. Do you know what? This film came out nine years ago. It's actually worth watching this film again. Yes, just to cast your mind back on on this film and how people were and it might just give you that eerie feeling of how things are now yeah. you know and you know what but the, uh, contagious yeah. deep film and the interesting thing was this movie just literally just like days ago like you know a few weeks ago it, it went viral and what it yeah, what does that mean went viral oh. basically because so many people are oh, watching them yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got, it, people were watching this movie on itunes it, it shot back to the number one movie downloaded on itunes because people were watching the 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 coronavirus story unfold you know on the news mm, and they were like shit mm. this is actually what was shown in this movie yeah. like, in 2009 but just on that yeah it was obviously commercially this this movie did really well it had a budget of 60 million and it took 135 million worldwide scientists were actually said that this movie is accurate as well and also mm. there's a bit in the movie which which shows you it, it, there's kind of like a flashback and uh, obviously I'm not going to like spoil it, but there is a bit, there's an animal in this movie, which yep. is, yep. Um, it's just crazy that this is in the movie, but this is, happens in real life. There's an animal in the movie and that animal kind of is shown to be the carrier, which is then kind of infected, led to the infection of the bat. The bat. Yeah. And that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's crazy. what that's yeah. what they're saying in China somewhere that they were eating bats. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's mad, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. It's crazy. And that's uh, there was like a there was like a, f- a funny meme that came out about when Bane tried to uh, <laughs> <laughs> remember in Batman, yes. uh, oh, Batman, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Bane tried to close down sporting events. Yeah try to uh, control like you know the society and all that kind of stuff he had a mask oh, man. and people thought he was crazy and listen <laughs> and it was all, all because of a bat all because of a bat but this movie man yep. seriously um it's crazy just you just should just go out and watch it and um if you haven't seen it yeah please download it or yeah get it on um is this on netflix can we can people get some prime or netflix i don't know it's, it's bound to be somewhere but yeah i mean i don't know if it's on netflix if it is i'm gonna watch it yeah. today yeah definitely i mean and if, if it's not i mean you can like rent it for about a couple of pounds like on play yeah, and like yeah something like that yeah. it's, it's definitely worth watching uh you know mm. seeing the multiple narratives all right so folks that go check it out those are your hidden gems those are your film reviews please do get in touch with us let us know 
how you're spending your coronavirus days. What movies are you watching whilst you're snuggled in bed on a Sunday afternoon? Um, Deval, I think that's it, right? We haven't got anything else. I think we have got to the end. Guys, stay safe. Again, wash those hands. Wash everything that you can. <laughs> Make sure you're... <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's so... It's so, it's so uh, like just simple i mean this is something that a lot of people do anyway and uh i think everyone needs to just like yeah that's something we should be doing yeah. so this shouldn't be new news you know but yeah keep washing them washing those hands and uh you know paying attention to the guidelines and staying safe yeah. out there you, know? seconds, if you can't be safe the out there stay home yeah 20 seconds that's what that's what they're advising yeah. to wash hands for that's as long that's as long as most men last so <laughs> guys you, uh, you know you know how long it is. Do it. All right. That's enough. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.